to the Take 5 podcast series from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology leaders. These podcasts tap into the experience of the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on cybersecurity challenges within key industries. I'm your host, Jim Richberg, Fortinet CISO for the public sector. And today we're talking with my colleague, Jonathan Nguyen, our CISO for Fortinet's service provider and cloud practice about endpoint security from the perspective of cloud and managed service providers. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, Jim, great to be here, thank you. So let's jump right in. Jonathan, the perimeter has extended across the digital infrastructure to encompass essentially any edge and device these days. And of course, this shift to the edge has implications for security. So how should leaders in the service provider sector, whether cloud, telecommunications, or managed IT services, focus their security strategy to account for this proliferation of edges, devices, and data? Yeah. So big topic, especially for service providers. You know, the perimeter has pretty much been disappearing and eroding for, for years now as enterprises evolve from digital enterprises to virtual to really what we're seeing to now the emergence of a software-defined enterprise. And, mm-hmm. and with that, the computing has also shifted to a much more distributed model. So more remote working, more edge computing, more all things connected, you know, from IoT to IIoT and all types of OT and connected platforms and, and everything that's a heart of smart solutions. So sure. a- across the board, we've seen the proliferation of edges, more network edges appearing at a constant basis, more devices and endpoints being added to our networks. And the pandemic really just accelerated all this. And I hate to say it, but we're about to even go into a faster period of acceleration as 5G becomes more widely available in, in the industry. And so for service providers, I think they need to think about ways to support a very hybrid and distributed environment. In fact, if you look at the research today, some 87% of all enterprises say that they're gonna be a hybrid uh, operating environment where they're gonna have some legacy data centers, but they're also gonna have a lot of things in public clouds. And so we really need to think about how we protect um, that entire distributed ecosystem. So let's just start off with, with the endpoint. And so the irony is that when we're thinking about endpoint protection, we're not just protecting the endpoint, we're really protecting the entire enterprise because Mm -hmm. with 87% of all types of threats being email-based, that endpoint is going to be a target. It's targeted for both opportunistic automated attacks and then very targeted specific attacks. So we think we need to think about endpoint detection response capabilities that leverage behavioral-based detection that can... Uh, look at off-net and on-net behavior, and we need to be able to think about how we do that in near real time in a very broad fashion. So if you are a service provider today and you need to protect uh, and secure your customer's base, that's evolving and that's expanding. And so we need to think about endpoint protection, but not in isolation. It has to be part of a larger suite or fabric-based approach. Right, right, absolutely. So Jonathan, what new developments have you seen for securing the endpoint that affects service providers? Yeah, I I think across service providers today, they're grappling with um, a dynamic in their customers that are facing digital transformation Mm -hmm. and all things contactless commerce. And in fact, over the last 15 months, what we've seen are millennial expectations now shaping the way enterprises go to market. And they're trying to find new 
better, more seamless ways for their stakeholders, their customers, their, their employees, their users to interact with their brand. And so what we're seeing is a much more distributed, much more complex environment that is populated by corporate provided devices, by devices provided by employees that they're bringing into the enterprise, by customers and partners right. and stakeholders, right? That all wanna be able to access at a time of their choosing, on a medium of their choosing, in many cases on an, on an application of their choosing. So we need to think about how we provide protection to that endpoint whether it comes from a number of different sources. We also need to think about how we do that by enforcing application controls and things like USB controls and URL filtering, as well as ensuring that that device is properly patched and, 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 and configured, right? And we also need to think about from an endpoint perspective, how do we begin implementing a zero trust-based strategy beginning right. on that endpoint but more importantly, supporting that as part of a larger enterprise-wide strategy. And that's that complexity that a lot of the service provider customers are facing. And they're looking for partners that can help manage and reduce the scope of that complexity and the load on their shoulders. Yeah, it sounds like it's a, a dynamic that's a mix of the old and the new. So new challenges, but frankly, some solutions that we can build on. So speaking of, of solutions that we can build on, Jonathan, how critical is an overall platform approach of integrated and interoperable capabilities to service providers when it comes to securing this growing number of endpoints that these customers have? So what you just said was really quite telling, Jim. Um, in a hybrid environment, you've got legacy requirements that may, may not change for some time, if ever. I mean, we all know about platforms that are more than a dozen, a decade old and still operating. Mm -hmm. um, and so the challenge for service providers is to support the legacy requirements, the current requirements, and have enough flexibility in a broad development and ecosystem to support future requirements. And so I think that we've seen an evolution in security from point defense products to platforms to where we are in terms of security fabrics, right? right. And I think that there's some big differences about what a true fabric is. A fabric and a platform really are, should be composed of technologies that are natively integrated. I mean, at an OS level to collect and share information, to make semi and fully autonomous decisions. You know, what we see in IoT being applied to security, the ability to ingest huge volumes of data to, to correlate that and then use automation to do things like automated playbooks, right? Now, mm -hmm. the advantages of having a true broad integrated and automated security fabric is that that provides the connective tissue, if you will, the common denominator across hybrid environments, whether it's your premises environment or whether it's in someone else's infrastructure, someone else's platform, using someone else's software across a series of cloud service providers, that, that broad security fabric then becomes the foundation on which you build visibility and control and therefore apply protection across the LAN, WAN, data center, and cloud edges. And that's the difference between what I call a, a security fabric that has true levels of, of integration and a platform as some others may take to the market that are really nothing more than a collection of acquisitions brought together underneath a marketing brand and taken to market as a platform. So I think the differences to look for is how well the integration is actually delivered, how well it is automated, and whether it's truly broad, and I mean a broad across that LAN, WAN, data center, and cloud edge. Right, and, and even across the attack surface. So Jonathan, you, you, you talk to your peers, to your fellow CISOs 
all the time. So what gaps or needs have other CISOs discussed with you when it comes to securing endpoints today? And, and how real are these concerns given the evolving threat landscape that we face? Yeah, that's a pretty interesting question because, you know, this notion of gaps is something we've been fighting against since day one. Wherever networks come together, you know, wherever the data plane and the control plane come together, you know, our opportunities for malicious actors uh, to, to wreak havoc, right? It, those are places where lack of visibility leads to misconfigured devices that go undetected, where vulnerabilities go undetected and unpatched, where anomalous behavior goes uninvestigated, right? So mm -hmm. the, the, the places where networks come together, network edges are places where visibility is absolutely key. And the challenging aspect of that is that there are more network edges appearing every day. Some we know about, some we don't even know about. And that's caused by things like remote working, greater computing in, in home environments, in retail offices, in regional offices, in branch offices, and accessing applications and workloads in multiple clouds and shadow IT. And so when you say the attack surface is expanding, what it really means is that the number of edges is really expanding. And that's the challenge. How do you have visibility to ensure that you can see across your entire ecosystem? And so most CISOs are worried about that. It, it's not really you know, what you know, it's what you don't know. Yeah. And so if you don't know it, you can't protect it. And we, we defenders on this side of the fence typically work from the perspective of what we believe is in the network. Whereas the adversary works from the perspective of what's actually in the network. Yeah. And the delta between the two is typically what we see in gaps. And in those gaps, those are things, like I said, vulnerabilities go exploited, anomalous malicious behavior go undetected. But when you think about the bigger concerns today, about ransomware and about the types of advanced uh, malware that may be dormant for weeks or months at a time, the low and slow types of attacks, visibility is something I think most CISOs today are, are concerned about. And it's not just on the endpoint and it's not just on the network edges, but it's across that entire enterprise. Because you know, in the last 12 months, we're no longer working behind a traditional hardware defined perimeter. Right. Uh, it's everywhere now, right? So in many ways, it's almost, if you take the, uh, an analogy from the military, you've gone from static uh, trench warfare with fortifications to really just guerrilla warfare where there is no front line. Everything is a front line now. Yeah. And you're actually fighting in the air as well. It's gone three-dimensional on you. Oh, uh, that's uh, right. That's that old definition of cyber as a multi-dimensional operating domain. That's right. That's right. So, so how would you advise your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of IoT devices in 5G going forward? I imagine that's something that's pretty important to service providers. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I speak to my friends in, in, in that industry, um, that I came from, you know, they said, look, Jonathan, we're all spending billions of dollars on 5G and it's not about gaming. It's not about entertainment. <laughs> it's about things like connected platforms and autonomous vehicles. It's about ensuring that like level five automated cars that are traveling down the road at 75 miles an hour and they've moved from being aware based on telemetry to being networked with each other, right? To, to do things like find the optimal separating distance. It's about things like, autonomous and on automated manufacturing logistics, the ability to leverage data analytics for better outcomes and experience. And I'm, what I mean by that is ingesting huge volumes of data, 
finding arbitrage-like opportunities to narrow the business cycle interval, to improve performance, to deliver better innovation, to accelerate time to market, to accelerate responsiveness with that customer experience. All things boil down in leveraging IoT and 5G to accelerate decision-making, to yield better performance and better experiences. At the end of the day, that's what this is all about. And so the advice I, I I give to my CISO friends in this industry with regards to IoT, it's another node on an ever expanding ecosystem and you have to have visibility into what that entity or person or user is doing. Understand their behavior, be able to detect anomalous behavior around that and be able to mitigate that in an automated way at speed and at scale. And the reason why speed and scale is important because you have millions of connected things in this ecosystem. Uh, secondarily, with, with 5G, you've also got to make sure that, that security moves at the speed of business. So if your business is running at 5G speed and your processors are running at 5G speed, whether they're in your servers or one else's servers, you've got to make sure that your security elements can keep pace with that. And so, you know, when I look at Fortinet's ASIC-based uh, capabilities to accelerate performance at hyperscale levels, that's what I'm talking about. The ability to manage that much security without a degradation in capability. And then finally, you have to have that capability in a very broad and distributed way so that you maintain visibility and control on everything from that IoT edge, that OT edge, that environment that we think is air gapped but may not be, for instance. And then across our traditional types of facilities and regional offices and then headquarters into our own data center and then to multiple clouds. So that's the type of operating environment I'm, I'm, I, I speak to. And so the last word that I use to describe that capability would be persistence. Persistence is something that the adversary always tries to establish and then leverage. What we need to do on this side is to have a capability like a security fabric to establish our own persistence across our broad ecosystem. And then once we have that persistence, that's visibility, leverage automation and AI to enhance and accelerate detection and mitigation. That's how I, I think we keep pace with it. The, the, the approach about how you know, we're gonna try to train more people and add more people, that's simply not gonna work. Yeah, no, it doesn't scale that way. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Every generation of, of wireless has been transformational, um, but you know, those who say 5G is going to uh, outstrip those that came before, uh, you know, I think you make a case for why, especially when you look at the things that it enables, like IoT, like this speed and like this volume. But uh, you've given us a lot to think about, Jonathan. So thanks for doing that. And thanks to the audience. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Take 5. Visit our website, www.fortinet.com, for more information on solutions for securing your endpoint environment. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure, whether in networked, application, multi-cloud, or edge environments.